0: Uh, doing today how's it going brother (laughs) (laughs) you like our intro music yeah
1: i love it i like it very very dramatic i like it
0: (laughs) thank you thank you that's from a movie we'll talk about some other time but so this week we are talking about people going to mars conspiracy theories (laughs) our good friend oj simpson and uh, and Elliot Gould. I was kind wondering when you were going
1: to bring that up. It didn't take us that long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the movie that we saw was Capricorn One, and yeah. uh, this was this was your suggestion, and I've never seen it, which is amazing because I usually seen every movie possible. So yeah. uh, really good. I liked it. It was the first time I was seeing it. So, what drew you to this movie?
1: Uh, actually, you know, I did. Uh, I had I had heard about it, and uh, I had seen it like maybe once or twice, and then I saw it again. And then um, I was just intrigued with the whole conspiracy theories. And it's funny because during the seventies, there was like a shift of conspiracy theory movies after uh, after the Watergate uh, series, after the Watergate uh, hearings and stuff. Of Course you had all the President's Men, which is uh which uh the two journalists are referenced in that in in, in this movie. And then of right. course you had the China syndrome, uh, which was a spoof not a spoof, but uh mimicked the uh Three Mile Island uh accident up in New York. So it had right. that one, uh and then of course Capricorn One and and I remember seeing something that came out on, on Fox like in the nineties about uh men landing on the moon was it fake and and of course, you know I mean that just blew everything over, so it's like and then of course uh with kubrick who who directed uh two thousand and one in space odyssey there's also rumors that Kubrick was into that supposedly conspiracy hoax of us landing on the moon so <laughs> so, <laughs> so this no.
0: was the the landing on the moon stuff the the whole conspiracy. Was more recent than that movie was correct.
1: Yes, it was more recent. This movie came out in 1978, and there's yeah. a lot of great actors in it, too. That you got a uh, young Josh Brolin before he had the big popcorn hair and the beard, uh, prior mm-hmm. to Admiral yeah, Horror.
0: He was, uh, he was famous,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, uh he yeah. also came out in Pee Pee-wee, uh, Wee's Big Adventure. Uh, Telly yeah. Savalic makes a cameo on there. Yeah. Uh, Hal Holbrook, who plays, I mean, just like the biggest government douchebag ever <laughs> in yeah. this movie, but he is a very good actor, and it's funny because it, uh, in contrast to uh, all the presidents' men, he is deep throat. He's the guy that's feeding the reporters information. So he, right. you know, instead of him playing an, uh, a hero, anti-hero, he's just a freaking villain in this movie, and. Yeah. uh and then of course you got a young Elliot Gold who came out in American History X. Uh, yeah. Did, oh man,
0: he did a great job.
1: Yeah. And uh, he plays a reporter, and um, and uh, there's a couple of other actors too. But but it kind of gives you like an in depth of what actually goes behind the White House because you got a congressman calling the vice president an asshole. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you yeah. know, it's
1: like it's like. It, it gives you like a maybe like a, it probably touches the surface on what type of shit goes on with these government dealings and funding and shit like that so so,
0: so, so that's, that's why the, I,
1: figured, I figured you would have liked it, so what was your yeah. take on that
0: so so let's get people uh let's get people um de- uh, like what happened so basically in the movie, they're going to go to Mars. it's uh three astronauts. And uh, what happens is like right from the beginning of the movie, I mean, these aren't even spoilers, right? So what happens is right at the beginning of the movie when they're getting ready to lift off, they end up pulling all three astronauts out before the uh, spaceship goes up. And what they end up doing is taking them to this secret location where they uh, have this whole ensemble of cameras and, and this whole basically Mars looking area that they right, like a uh, studio. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like a hidden studio somewhere uh, at an undisclosed location. And uh, so basically, what's going on is that the NASA is uh, faking the whole launch because if there's one more incident or something that happens wrong, they're going to get shut down. Right. So. So what they end up doing is instead of shutting everything down because of an incident, they're going to fake the whole thing, make it look like a success, you know, and then that way people will pour more money into the into NASA. Right. So,
1: in, in which yep. Holbrook says, you know, you need to make it good because he got Wrong. orders from the president to make it good.
0: Right, right, right. See, because I don't even think the president or the vice president even knew about it. Because that's where they were trying to get the money from.
1: Yeah, I think w- what was more really more into it was, I guess, it was the congressman that was really into it. Uh, right. He was he was at odds with the vice president. You know. Yeah. Especially there, there they have a little tiff at the at the launching site of of Capricorn One. Right,
0: right, right. So here, here's I I love the movie. Don't get me wrong, I loved it. And uh, and uh, if you're into conspiracy theories about the moon landing, like you said, this is the movie to watch. But uh, man, let me tell you, if I was first off, there's a guy named Elliot, and right. Elliot finds out kind of more or less what's going on. Right. So if if you were Elliot, dude, honestly, what would you have done?
1: I would. I w- I mean, it's fun. I mean, I would have told that his friend is. His reporter friend, hey, there's some, there's some stuff going on here, but it, it looks like they they like constantly had his eye on him from like day, day one. When you realize that, because if you look at it, the the movie, it, even though it's an hour and a half, maybe an hour forty five minutes or so, it takes place yeah. within a time frame of nine months, pretty much.
0: Yeah, that's you know what it, that kind of confused me at one time, because. Yeah. Uh, When Elliot came up to him the first time, he was like, there's something not right about this whole situation. They're not as far as they should be, Uh, you know, the radio frequencies and all that. And then because the guy told him, oh, okay, it's your panel, we'll fix it. And then the second time he comes up and talks to the guy, it's like six months later. Right. Yeah. And they don't really they don't really tell you at the beginning of that whole conversation. It's kind of like if you don't listen to it, you're going to miss it. Right. And then you're really going to be lost. Yes. So you really have to pay attention to this movie. And then, uh, so down the line, after they do that, uh, you know, it's, it's almost, what, two or three months later, and then this guy suddenly disappears.
1: Yes. He's at a bar with, with his reporter friend. And right. uh, he's just. Which is Elliot,
0: Elliot. Gould. He's frustrated. Which, which is Elliot Gould, right?
1: Yeah, he's frustrated yeah. with him and he's playing pool and he's trying to explain to him and then all of a sudden he gets a phone call at the bar. And what what's right. weird about that scene is that why the fuck he didn't turn around? He would have seen the people taking him away. And right. it's like, it, it, you normally when you're on the phone, you figure, well, fuck, you know, you turn around, you're, you're aware of your surroundings, but right. he didn't do that. So when he turns back around, his friend is gone, so yeah. he's looking for you know uh, he you know uh, Elliot Gold is looking for his friend, and he, he, they change his address. Uh, is he's no longer living in his apartment. Oh my God.
0: That freaked me out, dude. Yeah. So so he he no longer existed. He didn't have an apartment anymore. Uh, his, the apartment was some lady who's been there for like two, Three years, yeah, you know, the, the I mean, just all kinds of stuff happened, and uh, and you know, Elliot Gould at this point, he's starting to wonder if he's crazy or not,
1: yeah, yeah. And then, and then, uh, to add insult to injury, uh, his car starts malfunctioning, and probably Yo, yeah. like, the cheesiest, probably special effects, uh, yeah. you know, for the time, <laughs> but I mean, it's like, I mean, his Mustang is like. And that's a classic Mustang too. Why would you trash a classic Mustang?
0: <laughs> all right, well, it's it's all for the movies, man. Yeah. But what they what they ended up doing is uh, the guy didn't have brakes, and the car started speeding up. Yeah. But in real life, the car wasn't speeding up. The the film sped up. Yeah. So so it made it look kind of comical. Yeah. But uh, so and Elliot Gould's character, you know, from the beginning uh i was. you know what's funny is that they always cast him as kind of this nerdish perv yeah because he's always hitting on women right
1: yeah <laughs> uh, and, I, and you know, I, I it's funny because it took uh, you, you know how it's it's a pg rating right because they said right. oh, i want to jump you or you know and you know what they really yeah. wanted to say? I want to F you, you know? Like what? right, What? He, right, right. When he's he sexually harassing his, uh, uh, his co-worker reporter, you know? And then finally, the, you know, uh, later on in the movie, she kind of like gives in into that sexual yeah. innuendo, so to say.
0: Well, it's, it's hilarious because he's like, he, they're talking, and he's coming out with these little lines here and there, and she's all like, you know, you all you had to say was, "Do you want to jump me?" Yeah, or something like that, right? Yeah. And he he kind of like says it, but he's too late about it, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, the yeah typical seventies lines. Oh my god, but but yeah, oh, yeah. of course the plot thickens where um, Elliot Gold is is you know he's researching he he's and and then at the same time. You got the astronauts that are—they're kind of like stuck hand over fist because how whole oh, explaining, you know, hey, hey if, if we don't make get, it good, we're gonna cut the funding, and if y'all don't right. do this, we're gonna kill your—we're gonna kill your family.
0: Let's, and let's get into that. Let's get into the astronauts' point of view because they end up getting taken out of the capsule, and they end up taking them to that secret location where they have all this stuff right. that makes it look like it's Mars, right? Right. This is what I didn't understand about the whole thing, man. So they're supposed to be in Mars, and it's supposed to be nine months down the road, right? Yeah. They've already gone to Mars, and supposedly they're already on the way back. So here's my thing. This whole time that they've been in this place, there's a guy that is listening to them conversating. And, you know, nine months, nine months, brother, they just figured, you know what? Why don't we just talk about I can't do this anymore? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, You've already been in there nine months. <laughs> Give it exactly. a fucking life, dude. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I understand. I'm like, they've been stuck
1: there and it's like, okay, they're gonna decide to do it and stuff like that. And I'm like, Well shoot, you had what happened you know, what happened to the other eight months, you know? But I guess no yeah, I mean, but I guess they kept them, you know. I, I guess it is like with, you know, I guess CIA agents or FBI agents. I mean, they, they're, they're, sworn to, they're sort to like some sort of type of secret society secrecy,
0: you know, <laughs> Did I <say> that right? <laughs> but, but no, not even that, but just, just the fact that they didn't talk about it for eight months. Right. right. You know what I mean? Cause then they would have killed them eight months ago. Right they would have killed them a long time ago it would have been easier honestly if they would have killed them uh, or they would have let them go up with the with the uh, space shuttle right. and had them die on the way supposedly back in
1: <laughs> they would dump
0: their you know, bodies <laughs> maybe, yeah maybe maybe you know it would have been better if they would have gone into outer space then when they came back in it was like they passed they died into re-entry and there was because they even said there was nothing left. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe it would have been better for everybody if they would have just left them in the damn spaceship to go out there, die somewhere out in the universe, <laughs> and then they could have just came out with everything as opposed to, you know, having the secret place and all this stuff wow. and, you know? Right. And the, only one, that Dude, really, I loved, the I, only
1: one that really caught on throughout the whole thing was... Uh, was uh, Captain Bry, which is Josh Roland, but he was like playing. The, he right. was like playing their game. So they they constantly had to play this game for almost eight months until they finally just said, "You know what? Screw this. You know we're, you know we're 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 not part of this." You know, and he was a smart one to find out when, uh, you know, when the when the, the project failed, they knew that they were going to end up killing them eventually. So. Again, right. that's why he was throwing that, hints. You know, when they were coming back, supposedly coming back to Earth, he was throwing hints to his uh, wife about Yosemite uh, Park. Or, oh yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, that was kind of cool. That it was. Uh, it, and and see, here's a spoiler for everybody. So, what he ends up doing is he tells them, "Hey, you know, uh, I remember." Or he tells his wife when they're in outer space. I remember, or we're going to go next year to this camp that they had gone to before. Right. But while they were there at that place, uh, they were shooting a movie and he had said that this movie looked so real, but it was fake. Yeah? Yeah. So that kind of, in a way, he was trying to tell them that this whole thing was fake. Right. And it's funny that nobody caught on to that except his wife. Yeah. Okay. And Elliot Gold Yeah,
1: and Elliot Gold caught it too. So Elliot Gold was was uh of course is still doing the investigative reporting after nine months. And man, Elliot Gold's boss was kinda like an asshole. He's a guy that plays uh Charlie yeah. from Charlie's Angels. I don't know the I can't I don't know the actor uh was Bosley that he was, was Bosley yeah, yeah, he was he was a dick, but I guess it I guess it's the way every editor was at the time, you know, a reporter had a hot story, and you know, and, and it, and if you look at it, it, there's there's a little bit of similarity to all the presidents men because when Woodrow and Brunstein were were investigating the Watergate uh, break in and stuff, I mean, they really didn't have any confidence in their writers and stuff uh, until they actually broke the story, and and you kind of see that similarity between uh, uh, the uh, the actor that played Bosley and Elliot Gold in a sense. And so uh, he gets set up with drugs, of course, through the government, and he loses his job. And then it, it leads into the yeah. final part of the movie where the astronauts find out what the plan is going on. They escape. They escape in a plane that has basically no fuel.
0: <laughs> and they're being chased by
1: government agents.
0: <laughs> so – let, let, let's get into this. Hold on. So Dr. James Kellaway, which is played by Hal yeah. Holbrook. So he's the one that starts this whole thing off. He's the one that they're looking to for, that everything's supposed to uh, happen perfectly. If not, they're not going to get funded. Right. But, you know, the, the, the crappy thing is, this guy is supposed to be their friend, yeah. right? So these three astronauts, Really figure out, man, it takes them a while before they figure out that they're gonna right. get killed. So at the end of the nine months, they end up breaking out and taking off, and they find out that they're in the middle of the freaking desert.
1: 51, you I know?
0: Bet. <laughs> yeah, man. It was like Jesus, they could have been on a different planet, yeah. you know. So, so Halbrook, what he ends up doing is he tells the uh military or whoever is there taking care of them. Take the helicopters, one of you fly north, one of you fly south, one of you fly mm-hmm. east. Because he knew that uh, they couldn't go, you know, a certain, what was it, south? They couldn't yeah. go south. So it was east, west, and north. And he was thinking the way his friend was thinking, who was Charles Brubaker, yes. which was James Bowen's right. character. So for him to be that cold blooded, dude, I mean, you know, I mean, and I come mean, on, he was, seriously. That, that
1: was his friend, too. I mean, because they had, a, in yeah. the backstory, when they're talking, they had a history between them two, you know? And, and, right. And, and it kind of sucks because during that whole thing, he goes and he visits his wife and tells them, hey, you know, right. are you going to uh, go to the uh, to the edification yeah. of, of uh, I guess, the uh, – uh, the tribute uh, funeral, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and yeah. so you know, they, they yeah. each go,
0: the well,
1: well, yeah, I mean, the astronauts go each their separate ways. <laughs> but what I don't understand is that they should have just stayed together. I think it would have been better if they stayed together as a group.
0: Well, you know what? I was thinking about that too because I was, I was thinking, okay, so they're going in three different directions, right? And they know that they can't go south because uh, that's where they. Uh, what was it up down south? I don't remember. Uh, I think that was something. Yeah, I, 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 don't I think, think that's, that's where the helicopter came from, or it was the base yes. or something. So they had to go north, east, and west, and uh, which, in theory, is a mm-hmm. good plan. You know, because you you split up. There's less chance of them finding. Uh one of you, let alone all three of you, mm-hmm. you know. And so sticking together, they might have survived as far as the elements, but when you're trying to survive uh the military, it's probably best to do that. But here's my thing, man. So James Brolin's character decides and he tells them, let's go, you know, north, east, and west. And Halbrook's character, Mr. Kellaway, or Dr. Kellaway, he knew him so well that he figured they were gonna do Mm -hmm. that. So he sends off the helicopters each way to go look. And you know, the sad part is, even after they find the two, he's like, okay, now go east. Okay, now go west, you know? And and they're killing these guys one after the other. And so what's sad is that he knew him so well that he did that. But my thing was, why didn't Brolin's character, Brubaker, double back or maybe go northeast instead of directly right. north? Yeah. You know what I mean? It just it didn't seem it didn't seem because remember they had these like mountains and shit they yeah. had to climb, dude. Ledges and yeah. holes, you know? And then that and then, the, the, dude, and then what's
1: sad letting, is that that that's Astronaut. <laughs> uh, he's climbing that whole uh that that whole mountain and he's trying to tell a joke at the same time. Oh. And
0: oh yeah. dude, that was fucking yeah. hilarious. Because <laughs> he was he was trying to tell that joke, and it was a funny joke. I can't remember what it was. You he remember says that the, the cats
1: were on the roof or something, something like that. That something was on the roof, and And when he gets to the top of the mountain, the helicopters are there and the soldiers are, you know, ready to kill him there, the the
0: agents. (laughs) Well, he, no, no, but the joke was something like he calls his friend and tells him that his cat died. And the guy's like, how do you do that? Just tell somebody that, you know, the cat died. Why don't you just, you know, why don't you be more uh, compassionate? So he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, uh, you know, all you had to say was, my cat was on the roof and he accidentally fell and he right. ended up dying. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, your mom was on the roof. <laughs> and that that's the joke, right? <laughs> that was freaking hilarious. I loved it. And this poor guy climbs all the way to the top. And sitting at the top is the freaking helicopter. Oh, here's a thing that I found funny as shit, dude. So these helicopters are actors. The helicopters themselves, not Uh the pilots, bro. Not the pilots. The helicopters are actors. Uh Do you know how I know this? (laughs) Because because they would fly and they're Mm -hmm. flying together. And then all of a sudden they stop and the two helicopters turn to each other and look at each other, and then they turn back and fly some more.
1: <laughs> I never caught that.
0: <laughs> Dude, are you serious? They, you know what? That The pilots never yeah. looked at each other. It was the helicopters turning straight on to each other, and they were looking at each other, and it almost even looked like the helicopters were nodding. Like, yes, yeah. that's where they went. It was freaking <laughs> hilarious. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even know that. That's
1: one thing yeah, I can
0: catch I went, on that one, man. Jesus. Dude, you have to see that when when they're go, when the when uh Roland's character is in the yeah. uh garage at the uh, gas yeah. station, right? Look at when they when they approach the gas station. I shit you not, they turn, they look at each other, then they turn back around and go straight. It's <laughs> fucking <laughs> hilarious, dude. <laughs> Oh gosh. So so on this movie, you know, they have uh OJ Simpson who you know what <laughs> we're not gonna get into that. Cause I have a whole different opinion yeah. about OJ. I think everybody does. So but OJ
1: <laughs> I think <huh>? everybody
0: does. <laughs> yeah, everybody oh, has a different yeah. <laughs> so uh but for me it was sad that his character John Walker yeah. ends up getting killed first. So why is it always the 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 minority guy? The I know, nice that always you know what
1: it kind of reminded me of the the the, the people in the red shirt What's on that? Star Trek. The people that always wore the red shirt—they always fucking oh, yeah. dying, man. It's like it was never, there was never like maybe one or maybe one or two survive, but you'd have four of them and four and three of them would be dead and one would survive.
0: I'm like. Wow. Dude, that was the best, You knew when you saw red shirts, somebody yeah. was gonna die on that episode. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like let's go and uh let's go look at this planet, and there's a red shirt, and you know they're gonna die. You ever seen that movie with Tim Tim uh Allen where where they're on that spaceship and it's it's kind of the same as uh Galaxy Star Trek. Yeah, Galaxy You ever seen 4. that one? Yes. Galaxy Quest. Dude, I love that movie. I can watch that movie a hundred <laughs> times, but it's always, he's always the, the the guy in the red shirt's like, no, he's like, don't you watch the episodes? I'm gonna die.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so O.J. Simpson dies and then the other astronaut dies and then we're left with uh, Josh Brolin surviving and uh, he goes on abandoned gas station, shit. Right.
0: And, James and James then... Hey, yeah, it's
1: James Brolin. Golden. I'm sorry, um, and, and who plays Rule oh, Breaker. Right, right. And then you have Elliot Gold. He goes to the um, he goes to the to the old uh, studio site where the old fake Mars planet is is at, and and he finds right. a clue. he finds a dog tag and he finds something else. I can't remember. And then that's when right. he meets Telly Savalas, who is a sharecropper. And he says, "Hey, can you can you help me locate yeah. somebody?" And then that's when this uh, they right. find Brew Baker. Baker jumps onto the plane, which to me it's kind of weird because oh, dude. <laughs> I mean the
0: plane is doing a lot of things that plane. was a <laughs> No way! Before that even happened, when when uh, when uh, Elliot Gold's character goes to the plane, the old man's like, <laughs> "What do you want?" He's like, is this for yeah. is this for rent? He's like, what's it to you? It's like, damn, dude. Yeah. Chill out. <laughs> that dude's a fucking hey. prick, dude. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? And he's like, oh, I need a ride. He's like, well, <laughs> p- fuck you. I mean, pretty much. A- was- a? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so he he goes and and they don't even land, dude. They take off. James Rowland comes running out, grabs onto that wing, and is holding yeah. on for dear life. And freaking Elliot Gould's character is holding on for dear life. And these guys uh, in the uh, in the freaking um, helicopters yeah. start shooting at them, dude. This little plane yeah. is the shit, bro. That, that it's either the, yeah. the the pilot. But that motherfucker is something else because he gets away and not only gets away but kills yeah. both pilots. Both helicopters. Yeah, because he, he throws that he
1: throws that uh that sharecropping dust at, at them. He tells Elliot, oh, Go you pull that lever. Yeah, he
0: just
1: he yanks it and then the two helicopters crash on the on the mountain on the side of the of the mountains. And uh I mean, that's it. Right, right. Man. And then of course we come we come to the so- ending, of course. And here's the thing about the ending that kind of like Run. pissed me off, is that well, you know, the ending exactly. is kind of like ambiguous in a sense because all you see is is uh, Elliot Gold and J uh, and James Brolin running in slow motion right now. To me, honestly, right. that motherfucker has to be dehydrated. He he fucking running to no fucking <laughs> through no cemetery. That motherfucker's dehydrated. He's probably cramped. He doesn't even look sunburned. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fuck that. It's like you're pushing me in a fucking wheelchair, you know, or have an IV, you know, attached to me.
0: No, it's good. You know, I didn't even think about that because what I saw when, when they were running to the, okay, because at the end, they're having a funeral for all three of the pilots and, uh, you know, Elliot Gold's character is bringing in James Brolin to the uh, cemetery to show them that he is yeah. alive and he's there and everything they said was fake. So what I got out of that ending was, have you ever yeah. seen Missing in Action Yes, yeah. with Chuck Norris? So they have the same ending, you know, where where uh, Chuck Norris brings in one of the MIAs and, and, you know, all these cameras are there and they start taking pictures and then it goes in like freeze frame and yes. and that's the end of the movie. And that's what this kind of reminded me of, you know, where they do the whole uh, slow motion and then he, uh, you know, it goes in the freeze and then right. it just finishes. But uh, you're right. You know, I, dude, honestly, if I was him, I would have just stayed in the car and been like, hi, yeah. it's me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and then- or why would you <laughs> even want to be- why would you even well, want to be there? Not only that, there was no
1: police protection around him. He didn't get it like any police protection.
0: No, I would have yeah. gone to the news media. Would have gone to Fox News. <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> hey, they would have gone to Fox News. Some way Fox News didn't didn't exist Hey, they should have gone to Fox News with all the fake news. Since it was a since it was a fake <laughs> Mars landing,
1: What the fuck was Bill? I mean, the fuck was Bill O'Reilly when you needed a more Hannity? <laughs>
0: so, what did you think I of the movie it. overall? I, I
1: loved it. it. It captured that movie captured the uh, spirit of the seventies in a sense. I mean, just just the way it was filmed, uh, the color, uh, the the color, the the yeah. film color uh just the ambience, the the ambiance right. I and mean, you had great actors of that time too i mean i mean what more can you what more can you ask for a movie right. like that man i mean i mean the actors were all on point i mean of course some of the special effects are cheesy but i uh, i mean i like i like this movie i mean i could watch yeah, this movie over fun. and over again but it just it makes you think uh you know the the landing on the moon and stuff it, it just makes you think a little bit about
0: that, you know? Right. So, so, so if you're into conspiracy theories, this is the movie to watch. Uh, you know, you'll kind of start wondering if we even had a moon landing and uh, how they ended up doing it for real. And if you want to see OJ <laughs> Simpson get killed, they don't really show that.
1: Yeah. But, he, you know, he got
0: a dehydration. So, for me, this is. <laughs> yeah. For me, this is a, a great movie. I really liked it. Uh, other than the time span, it kind of freaked me out because it was like one day it was it was a week, one day right. it was like six months. Again, another time it was like you know nine months later. So keeping track of the days yeah. is kind of hard. But I think that as was far as the, the movie, movie. I think that was the only on that because it starts in January
1: and then it's like all of a sudden it goes from January to July and then. But it's like really like brief, and what what they should have done is they should have put at least you know subtitles at the bottom like like you know a uh, uh, march you know kind kind of like what they did with uh, Red oh. Dawn you know how the how they did the different uh, the different uh, seasons or the different months it it showed winter and so forth yeah, oh, yeah so yeah, you know yeah. it, I, I I think if if they yeah. added a little bit more of the of the uh, subtitles on there, just on the timeline, I think it would have been a lot better to understand because I had to actually watch the movie twice in order to like, okay, you know, that's what's going on or that's how long it took.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, that's, a, that's another good movie yeah. to watch is red Dawn. Uh, so with that being said, next week, guys, we're going to be listening. We're going to be looking at the Warriors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> off, right? Yes, Warriors. and uh, so as far as this movie goes, I give it a thumbs up. I know my Same man Rico way. gives it a thumbs up, and uh, hope you guys had a good week. Hope you all liked our show, and we'll be talking to y'all next week. So, once again, I am John Venom, and I'm here with Rico and Man. Thanks for tuning and we'll in. Guys. Y'all next week. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.